How long do you think it'll take for you to get bored after retirement? I'm Brian June. I'll be back right after this song. Welcome to another episode of K-Pop Connection. Guess what, y'all? It's Friday, the weekend, December 2nd, 2022, and we just heard winner with empty, Kong Ho He. I don't know about you, but if I could retire at a fairly young age, let's say about now, because I'm in my 40s, with lots of money, enough to keep me living a luxurious, globe-trotting life, I don't think I'll have time to be bored. You know what I'm saying? Because you'd want to go shopping, maybe get all the fine uh, clothing from Paris and and Italy and get all the food that you want to do, all the traveling. But maybe that's not the case for some people, or at least one of the greatest of all time when it comes to women's tennis. We're talking about Serena Williams, y'all. It's only been about three months since she had her grand finale at the 2022 U.S. Open. But she's already bored. Just last week, the 23-time Grand Slam champion shared a new post on her social media, hinting at a possible return to the courts. She uploaded a picture of a new tennis racket with a caption reading, I'm bored. Although she said she wants to evolve away from tennis. In an exclusive interview with Vogue magazine back in August, she retracted that comment in October, saying she is not retired hinting that she may return to the sport. For someone whose whole life revolved around the sport that she excelled in, maybe life in retirement has harder or was harder than it is for the rest of the world, of course. Or maybe she just has too much energy like me. Ah! So that brings me back to my initial question. When do you want to retire, y'all? It seems there are a lot of people joining the fire. Financial independence, retire early, okay? That's what fire stands for. The movement, choosing early retirement to enjoy things in life before they grow too old. Let me know your thoughts because, you know, some people are like, no, we should retire early. Some people are like, no, we should retire late. Everyone's different. Everyone has their own opinions and their own thoughts on this. Let us know. With that said, we got a great song for you guys right now. This is BTS Fire With. Actually, not with. The Korean title is Pultaurune. Pultaurune. 정말 용서해 줄 거야? <laughs> Just joking, y'all. I felt like I was having a conversation with the BTS members right there. Anyways, quick announcements on various ways you guys can tune into our show. We have shortwave radio, 9.515 megahertz bound for Europe, 9.630 megahertz bound for India. We have apps you guys can download for free and listen to us conveniently through the KBS Kong app, KBS World Radio app, and KBS World Radio on air app. You guys can also join us in for all our info and, of course, participate at world.kbs.co.kr our KBS World Radio English service page on the Book of Faces or join us on the gram at KBS K-Pop. And please remember to post up your answers, song requests and all that good stuff uh, on our message board or our gram and make sure you answer our Y2C question of the week so you guys have a chance to win a prize. And of course, we have a few days left, maybe like two or three days left because it is that time of year. Our 2022 KBS World Radio K-Pop year-end survey is up on our website, 
Please choose your favorite K-pop song and musicians for this year. And remember to stay tuned for a final result, which will air through a special show at the end of the year. The survey will run until December 5th, Monday, 10 a.m. KST. So happy voting. It's Friday, so you only have a few days left. Just the weekend, y'all. Anyways, it is Friday, like I said. So we have Walter joining us in the studio for Lights, Camera, Action, Baby. It's just something you want to get into for the weekend because maybe you want to watch a new film or a new drama and Walter is the guy to go to for that. With that said, great song for you guys. They just came back, y'all. Kara with When I Move. I'm standing on the Would you like a nice warm coffee or soothing tea? Now you guys know it is our daily segment coffee or tea where we refuel you or wind you down, whatever you prefer, talking about anything and everything that we here at KPC want to talk about. Now, Korea is a country that's suffering from a chronically low birth rate. There you go. And the fertility rate as well, as young people are pushing back, getting married, and having children. Now, the situation seems to be similar in many other developed countries. However, the world's population as a whole is continuing to grow. Now, the world's eighth billionth baby was born last month. That's according to UN figures. That means a billion people have been added to the world population in the past 12 years. And the new milestone comes despite global population growth slowing down overall. Meanwhile, projections show that the world's population is due to grow further, hitting 9 billion people around 2037 and reaching 10 billion people around 2058. That's crazy. So on one hand, we have countries like Korea with fertility problems, but we also have to worry about problems that are bigger overall. Global population can cause y'all. Understanding these concerns, the head of the UN Population Fund says 8 billion people living on this planet is not a cause for fear, but it's a sign of success showing that people everywhere are living longer, healthier lives. Although serious concerns over issues like climate change, overcrowding, etc. linger, combined with the fact that population growth is faster in poorer countries, contributing to widening inequalities, of course, these are all problems having less people isn't really going to solve. The problems that we have to tackle together as a global community. So, who is the eighth billionth baby? A baby born in Santo Domingo, the Dominican Republic, on November 15th became the symbolic eight billionth person in the world. That'd be cool when you grow up and you find out, like, I marked the eighth billionth child or human being to be on this earth. That's pretty cool. Anyways, two great songs for you guys for now. EXO, Call Me Baby, and Jiko with Human Saram. Why is it so hard to be loved? We're the same, we're the same, we're the same people, yeah. Are you happy? Are you sad? When you love. Lights, camera, action, baby. I see you looking at my pee. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to Lights, Camera, Action. Walter Lee is in the studio with a brand new corner that will be all about K-dramas and films and their related songs. Welcome to the studio, Walter! Hello, hello, Brian. Good to see you again. Good to see you again, as always. How it's, are you doing? It's good. It's a Friday. I'm always happy on a Friday, but um, that means we're also about three weeks away from Christmas. Right. It's already December. Can you believe that? It's already December. What are your Christmas plans or Christmas plans, should I say? Well, usually I do like a Christmas Eve get together with friends and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And since I live farther, I'm I'm actually glad because then I don't have to invite as many people. <laughs> yeah. When I used to live in Seoul, I would have like 80 people over the house. Oh, geez. And it gets to a point where like I tell people specifically only invited friends can come. But then they last minute call me like, hey, I have a buddy visiting from out of town. Can I bring them? And that's why usually it's a 30 to 40 person invite ends up being 80 people. Oh, geez. Now that that I live so far away, nobody wants to drive that far. So it ends up being like 10 or 12 people now, which I think is more intimate. But much better. Much better. Way better. Easier to clean up afterwards as well. Right. What are your Christmas Eve plans or Christmas Uh, Day plans? I think, you know, I I think I'm just going to, you know... Take it easy. I think it's a, been a pretty busy year and, uh, mm. you know, wrapping it down. I just want to, you know, relax and, and sit back. Uh, I don't have too much plans, to be honest with you. Okay. Even even though I'm not that old, I feel old when it comes to these sort of holidays. You know, that's the thing. A lot of people are like make age a thing where like, I feel old. Well, guess, guess what? We all do feel old because <laughs> we're drained. Energy just like gets out of our system throughout the whole year and it's the end of the year. And you right. want to kind of the thought of having to recharge for the new year that also drains you out too it just does. that thought it does indeed all right well hopefully you have a wonderful christmas we still have a few weeks left before christmas yep but today we're not here to talk about christmas we're here to talk about we're here to talk about a movie all now right. i will be super surprised if you haven't seen this movie but let me give you an oh, no. intro quiz like we usually do every week okay i think it will give it away like there's it's there's no you know s- subtle hints they're just so obvious that you should be able to get it straight away. Now, it's a, oh, no. a Bong Joon-ho film. Okay. 2019. All right. Song Kang-ho. Okay. Cho Yo-jong, Choi Woo-sik, and Park So-dam. Okay. Arguably, probably the best movie to come out of South Korea. Arguably the best movie. Even won, and this is the big giveaway, an Academy Award. All right. That is a big giveaway, but I also got an idea of the film because you said 2019 and Song kang name came out. Yep. And so I'm assuming I know the name, but I'm not going to say the answer because I want the listeners to guess it themselves, even though they're going to tell us what it is. Yes. Yes. Well, of course, I'm going to tell you what it is. It yeah. is Parasite or Parasite. Chung mm-hmm. in Korean. Now, have you seen it? I have seen it. Great. This is the first time you've seen something that I've talked about. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for those who haven't seen it, no uh-huh. spoilers again. The movie follows the Kim family, who are a very poor family and live in a semi-basement apartment, uh, or better known as a pantia in Korean. Now, these uh, semi-basement apartments... Uh, have this stigma of, you know, having very poor people living in them. And they're actually quite dangerous, to be mm. honest with you. Now, this family is desperate to make ends meet. And it's all about to change after the son of in the Kim family, Kyu, who's played by Choi Shik, he meets his friend, Min Hyok, who has a guest star appearance by Park Sojun for a quick catch-up. Mm. Now, Min Hyok asks Kyu to take over his part-time job as an English tutor for a 
wealthy family, and this okay. family is the Park family. Now, Q gets the job and figures out that he could exploit the rich family with the help of his own family. So they all take on different jobs revolving around the Park family. Okay. So does this of this obviously you've seen it? I've seen the film. What do you think about it? Uh, I thought it was amazing. Now, yep. of course, a lot of people have that idea of, like, this is the best Korean film of all time, and blah, 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 blah. And I feel like everyone has a right to their own opinion. Mm-hmm. I do agree Parasite was an amazing film. Yeah. But a lot of my friends and I argue because I don't agree that it was the best film of the year, though. Oh, well, then yes. I'll be interested to know what your best film of the year was. Well, that's the thing. I didn't I didn't actually judge on films because I didn't watch enough films that year to think, okay. oh, it's the best film but i feel like bong Juno's films out of all his films he's had way better films in the past okay okay that so somebody says oh parasite's the best movie of the film i literally went i disagree one thousand percent and i know i'm Ooh. gonna get a lot of haters but guess what haters <laughs> i'm all right i have a right to my opinion and so do you right and that is my opinion there you go so my it drop. was it was good but it wasn't like mind-blowing for you no the only reason i watched it to begin with because uh, I haven't really gone or had time to watch films, especially Korean films and K-dramas and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But a friend of mine, a young of mine, is in the film. Okay. And he didn't tell me what scene he was in. And also when I saw the film, I was like, oh my gosh. Hmm? He is a crazy person. Okay. <laughs> that gives it away who that could be. Oh. Yeah. I think I know That's who it is. the person in... The Are we allowed to say, give spoilers right now? Well, I, I mean, guess... I'm pretty sure everyone saw it. Yeah. So, the person living in the basement. Yes. yes. Oh, wow. So, you're close with him, yeah? So, Byung-Wen Young and I did a musical a while back. Ah. And that, that's when he was like, he didn't play main, main characters. He yeah. was like a sub-main. And when I saw the film and I saw that he was in it, I was so ecstatic and so proud of him because he's a wonderful actor. Yes. And what makes it better is because he's a humble and, and just an awesome down-to-earth person as well. You would have had to wait a long time before his part came up because he's like towards the end that he really exactly. gets revealed, right? So and you're I was like, like oh, when is he when, coming on? When's he coming on? <laughs> and when he came on, he's very... You can't forget his character. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, when I tell people, like, I know somebody in that film, the guy in the basement, like, oh, that crazy person? Yeah. Oh my gosh, she was amazing, blah, blah, blah. I was like, See, just hearing those kind of compliments just made me feel so great that yeah. I had the the you know opportunity to work with him in the past and to know him as a person, you know. So uh, that's the main reason why I saw the film, and of course I fell in love with the film. But once again, it was a great, great, great film. But best year of oh, best film of the year, I just disagree with that. That's it. That's fair yeah. enough. That's fair enough. Mm-hmm. Well, before we go to a song today, I do have a quiz for you and our listeners. And why did the director Bong Juno? Why did he name his movie Parasite or Kiseng Chung? So that's my quiz for our listeners for now. That's difficult. Okay. Um, Yeah. And after the song, we'll uh, we'll reveal the answer. All right. And the song is going to be related to the film. So what song is it, though? Okay. So, yeah, like we talked about with the last film we uh, reviewed, thriller Mm -hmm. movies don't really have catchy OSTs. When I looked it up, it was just all, you know, know, musical pieces rather than actual songs. Mm. So... Again, arguably, it was the best movie of 2019. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go back on, on some of the best K-pop so- songs of 2019. Okay. And our first song is from Stray Kids. All right. With no further ado, let's check it out. This is Stray Kids with Meadle.
Alrighty, that was Stray Kids with Miro, and welcome back. We're talking about Ki Sang Chung, aka Parasite, which is director Bong Joon Ho's film, and also the best film of 2019. You know, now, not by your standards, but well, other not by standards. my standards. But I mean, I agree, it's a great film. Yes. Okay. So we got to talk more about the film. Yep. So as I said before, we went to a song. I asked you a question. Why did the director Bong Joon Ho name the movie Parasite or Ki Sang Chung? What do you think, Brian? Why would they name it Parasite or Ki Sang Chung? I don't know, like, just watching the film, like, yeah. Parasite or, or Kizeng Chung, I feel like there's something that kind of latches onto you, mm. and they cause trouble in your life, so if you think about the, the character that I talked about that I know, yep. he was like the parasite living in the basement, and I guess sucking, actually, no, if you think about it, they're all kind of parasites, trying to, like, latch onto that rich person's house, because they're all pretending to be somebody else. Right, yeah. exactly right. So actually, most of us will think the Kim family is the one leeching off the Park family because the Park family are the rich family. But Bong Joon-ho himself said that the Park family also exploit the Kim family through cheap labor. Um, so the two families are considered both parasites. Now, oh. obviously, it, it relates to people who are poor and people who are rich. So I guess that's why it did so well, is that it was relatable on both sides. Okay. Um, you know, I can understand, you know, people who are wanting to leech off the rich because I'm not rich. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's an interesting title. And that's the reason why he decided to call it um, Parasite. Okay. I mean, if you watch the film, if you yep. have seen the film, it makes sense because uh, the the poor families leech, uh, leeching off of the rich family. Yep. And then you have another poor family kind of living in the basement leeching off of them. So it's like all these parasites just latching onto each other, just sucking and just, mm. you know, just oozing out all the, the energy and trying to get all the money from the rich. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly right. So you said it was an, a, a good movie, but let yeah. me tell you why some people really loved this movie. Okay. Now, you know, I looked at a lot of reviews and even um, I'll, later on I'll tell you about my my feeling about it, but mm. some of the reviews coming out from people all over the world talked about that it's, it's an emotional roller coaster. Okay. Like a, it's like a multi-genre movie. It, it's heartbreaking in places. It's hilarious in places. It's very violent and suspenseful in places. Um, this is, you know, elements of a great movie. Now, the directing, Bong Joon-ho, you know, he's directed other movies, Snowpiercer, Okja, mm. The Host. Um, those are probably his most famous works, except probably Parasite. So the camera use was very um, interesting as well. Mm-hmm. And the characters as well. The characters were great, I think, in my opinion. Now, as I mentioned before, being able to relate to a poor family, you know, people who are not doing so well in society, they want that money. They want that dosh, right? Or in the opposite way, you know, some people who are extremely rich or business owners, they want to get the most out of their employees, but with the, you know, with little amounts of money they want to give. Hmm. Now, a lot of people said there was no boring scenes. It was extremely well written, but... You know, you have to be a Korean, I think, to really understand the deeper meanings behind the stories. Now, there was a mm. lot of complaints about the um, tamak or the subtitles. Uh, they weren't That's translating. Be, yeah, translation is always going to be a problem. Especially yeah. when it comes to so, such deep meaning to Korean uh, language. There, mm-hmm. there's, nev- there's not really a direct translation for many things, and especially when it comes to culture. Now, some reviews say it's better than 
Us by Jordan Peele. Now, I know that you love your horror movies. Have you seen Us by Jordan Peele? I haven't seen this film. You haven't seen this film? Because this one was another film that had mixed reviews from my friends. And Mm -hmm. some were like, oh my God, it's such a great film. And then one of my closest friends, who pretty much knows me, she was like... Um, I don't think you'd like the film. Oh, really? But when someone tells me that, I kind of kind of sway away from watching the film. Oh, wow. You're I still evil, think I'm going to watch it now that it's available on an end streaming site. It is? Yes. So I'm going to definitely watch it. But before that, I was like, do I really want to pay to rent it, to watch it, to go mm. to the uh, theater to watch it when someone tells me, B, I know you and you wouldn't like this film? Well, I think what you should do is go into it with an open mind. Not have That's how I am. I'm always open-minded yeah. about films. Yeah, No too high expectations. I think us was really good, actually, to be honest with mm. you. I'm, I'm a big fan of Jordan. Peel, his comedy work as well as his um, horror directing work. I, I do think it is probably a better version of Us, but I do I do highly you know rate Us as a great movie. Um, but yeah, a lot of people have great reviews. When I went on to some of the review sites, it was it was getting constant nine nine out of tens. Hold on, I just got confused. I did see Us. I was thinking Get Out. Oh, Get Out because it was by the same director. Right. I haven't seen Get Out, but I did see Us. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, the ending of Us ruined it for me. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, really? This is the ending? Endings are always tricky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Endings are always tricky. But I I think it's, you know, I think, to be honest with you, Parasite did a very, very good job, which I'll talk about after. But before that, like, we've got to listen to two more songs. Exactly. So that's what we are known for, the music. And I'm going to listen to Hwaza with Twit or Mong Chungi. And then we have Chunga with Gotta Go. All right, welcome back. That was Hwasa Twig, Mong Chungi, and Chung Out with Gotta Go. Now, what did you like about this film the most? Okay, so hmm. apart from everything I mentioned before about a lot of the um, uh, people thinking it's a multi-genre movie, I mm-hmm. also agree that it was very much a roller coaster. It kind of reminded me of another movie, not the not the story or anything, but the emotional roller coaster that I was on. Hmm. By any chance, have you seen Black Swan? Of course, that film was amazing. Yeah. I loved that film. So, Black Swan was one of those movies that had me on the edge of my seat. I was mm-hmm. I saw it in theaters. It was very uncomfortable in places. It, it's sort of what I felt when I was watching Parasite. Very uncomfortable in places. Very funny in places. Very strange and not scary, but like just weird in places, I think. Mm. So, that's the kind of feeling that I got when, it was, when I watched Parasite. Okay. Now, like I said, it was very relatable for me that... You know, everyone, if you have a look at the Paris, the house in Parasite, you're like, oh, I, I want that house. I think I've driven by that house. Oh, really? I think it's in like Hanamdong Itaewon area. I think so. It's like, it's you know, Itaewon, the back streets is where all the big rich houses are. And right. The, the, what do you call it? The government international people live in that. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah. I've driven by that house. Yeah. That, that's, that house is a beautiful looking house. And mm-hmm. I guess most of us would like something in the heart of Seoul. So it's very relatable that... You know, I oh god, I wish I had that house. I can imagine. <laughs> uh, would would I? You know, would you exploit want a house? family? <laughs> would you want that house or the lifestyle? Because remember, you'd have a driver. You would never have to drive yourself to work, which means if you're out partying, like mm. have go to Heshik's, you never have to get a taxi true. or call a daddy driver. Right, that's so, true. I think it, the lifestyle is what people envy more than just a house. Well, for me, I think yeah. it would be the house because I'm not really into the lifestyle anymore. I, uh, I, anymore? I, okay, anymore. so you've been there. 
Uh, well, I'm not into that partying that lifestyle as much as oh, I yeah, used yeah. to be. I mean, right? you don't have to party, but just to like wake up in the morning. You know, when you're super tired, you're like, I don't want to drive. I don't want to take my car out. But you have a driver or uh, a keys out waiting for you outside, opening the door for you. Right. You can just chill in the back seat. That kind of thing could be, you know, you can get used to that. Well, you know, I, I, do you like that lifestyle, Brian? You know, you're, you're about that lifestyle, my friend. Well, I'm not, well, for work I am. Because yes. for work, of course, my energy comes picks me up. But, of course, on my days off, I actually enjoy driving myself to work. Yeah, a lot. yeah. Yeah, I like to be in control of the car or just being on the road. I know I hate traffic, but... You know, it's that moment where I truly can be alone with myself and my thoughts. Oh, great. So, uh, yeah, I yeah. completely understand that as well, even though soul traffic does drive oh, me yeah. crazy. It's <laughs> hell. It's hell on earth. Right? <laughs> well, for me, I, I think I would give this, you know, a four out of five stars. I do rate it very high. Okay. Um, wow, that's it, the highest ranking you ever gave on the show. So far, yes. Yeah. So okay. four out of five. It's going to be pretty hard to get a five out of five, I think. I don't All know right. if there's such a thing as a perfect movie. But, yeah, I do think it was really good. I do think it deserved the Oscar that it received. Okay. Um, and it gets a lot of accolades anyway, not just the Oscar, but many others. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I was very impressed by the movie. And, yeah, I just I think anybody who hasn't seen it right now should really go out and watch it. And just spend at least an hour, two, about, I think it's around a two-hour movie. Yeah, yeah. And just sit back and enjoy the movie that is Parasite. That sounds like a great plan, especially because today's Friday. If you guys don't have plans to go out, it is cold outside these days, so just bundle up, get your favorite throw blanket, your pillows, your favorite drink and snack. Sit around your TV and enjoy this film. Uh, this is the first time Walter gave it four out of five stars, guys, so this right. is an, a great film. And also, take it from me, my advice. Don't go in thinking, because everyone in the world was like, it's the best film in the world, it's so amazing. Go with an open mind, because you don't want to be disappointed. That's true, that's yeah. true. You should always go into movies open-minded, regardless of what people say these days. I mean, a lot of you know critics, a lot of uh, review websites... They they sometimes have a very, I guess, a subjective view, which can have a bad influence on other people. Exactly. And so you should just go into most movies with a very open mind. And, and you know, there are a lot of movies that are considered terrible that I actually really enjoy. So, uh, and, and, I'm the opposite, and I'm actually similar in that opposite mm. way where it's like everyone say this is the best film. Critics gave it like 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And I'll watch it and be like... This movie was crap. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. So don't ever only base films on the reviews. Yeah. Like Walter and I say, go with an open mind. Yeah. Don't have the highest expectations for films. And just be like, look, I'm going to enjoy this film. Just have that kind of mindset. Right, exactly. All righty. So that wraps it up for my movie. And we'll probably have another, we'll definitely have a K-drama for you next week. K-drama. Maybe maybe a themed drama because Christmas is coming up. Ooh, uh, and you know, overseas in the Western world, there's always Christmas films. Maybe a Christmas related K-film or a drama. We'll definitely look into that. All righty. With that said, we're going to wrap up this week's lights camera action with two songs as we say goodbye to walter we'll see you next week we'll see you next week all righty and the two songs are a pink ung ung and exo with obsession
Thank you all for tuning in to K-Pop Connection. That's all the time that we have for today. Our producer is Sophia Hong. Our writer is Karen Choi. I'm Brian Ju. This has been K-Pop Connection. I'll see you guys on Monday. Y'all may disconnect now.